My brother Brandon and I have been working in tech since about 2010. We've learned the fundamentals of design, development, and product. Today, we are both focused on building our own businesses that will last. The thing is, we still have so much to learn. In this podcast, we have honest conversations about our work as founders. We discuss problems we are facing, tactics to achieve our goals, and our philosophy of business. The conversations have been incredibly helpful for us, and we think you will enjoy them too. It's time to build. Good morning. Good morning, brother. How are you? I'm feeling a little um, tired, a little more anxious、Uh-oh. than usual today. But overall, good. I just finished my first hit workout, like oh, nice intensity, high interval intensity training workout、yeah. since I got my vasectomy. I like had to stop. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I was in a bit of a flow. I was like actually doing them regularly. Yeah, yeah. It's like way less crazy than the one you do, so it's like much more <laughs> achievable. I do、um, like a Tabata workout. Like oh, Tabata is great. Yeah. It, I forget the time. It's like four minutes and twenty seconds or something. Well, yeah, te- technically, like, time you could make it longer or shorter. Like Tabata doesn't require、really? a time.、Oh. Yeah,、oh. Tabata is like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I was hoping I'd already achieved maximum Tabata because I never want to ramp it up. <laughs>、oh, yeah. Basically, short story is you can always ramp it up. Like someone runs an Ironman and someone else runs fifty in fifty days, and you're、yeah. like, well, come on, that's true. <laughs> like, that's a good point. Yeah, it defaults to like eight cycles, so the total time、mm-hmm. you're working out is like four minutes and something, four minutes and change. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean,、um, probably if someone said Tabata, it's probably the that's what the it is. default mode. Yeah, yeah.、Um, I've just done longer, so I just keep it there. And then for ramping it up, like the more I started with burpees,、uh, like I do,、oh, I just do burpees.、Um, <laughs> you start hard. Let's. Yeah, but、um, I, I I remember the first time I ever tried it. I was like,、yeah. I'm gonna get start getting back into shape. I'm gonna do like calisthenics. Like keep it simple. Nice.、Um, yeah. Do this. Like try this.、Um, I liked the Tabata workout because someone else had already thought through all the science、yeah. and decided、right. on this. Totally. Yes. And it had like a perfect kind of amount of time to me. It was like four minutes and twenty seconds or whatever. Like I can、yeah. do that. So I、yeah. committed to that. I was like, I'm gonna do burpees of like because I know it needs to be like intense, right? You're supposed、yeah. to be really yeah, yeah. working hard when you're, yeah. when you're on. And I remember the first time I ever did one, I just like started doing burpees, and I like literally died. Like I couldn't、yeah. even f- get to the full eight cycles,、um, yeah. and I was breathing like a like I was dying. <laughs> I was panting like、yeah. an actual like a dog, you know, when a、yeah. dog's like been running in the heat in summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was brutal. So I quickly realized I can't actually do burpees. Yeah, definitely not for for eight cycles. Um, so I figured I learned how to make a burpee easier. Oh yeah, those. And、work. so I've been doing. I did simple burpees for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I got stronger and like my breath got better.、Yep. So、yep. saw progress. And then、There、instead of adding more reps, I just I've just been trying to make the burpees harder. That's great. So I'm up to doing when I was right before my break.、Um, yeah. I was up to doing. I'm able to do the eight cycles of burpees with just the push up now. Oh,、okay. so when I was simplified, there's no push up. It's just like down, yeah, legs out, back, and back up, right? Yeah, okay. Like, and are you jumping back? Are you doing the step、no, no. out? Step okay, out. step yeah, out. step out. Got it. All right. So like really slow and easy. So now I do the step out still, but、mm-hmm. at the bottom I do a push up. 
And so I'm able, nice. and I got up to the point of being able to do all eight with the pushups. Today I didn't quite make it. I made it to seven with the pushups. Nice. That's and then I had to stop. Um, yeah, it was better than I thought I'd be at after like more than a month off. Yeah, like a break like that. Yeah, and all the Christmas and holiday sugar in between. And stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. some extra weight I'm throwing around now for sure. Yeah, uh, so it's pretty nice. But yeah, the goal is like after this, I think I'll eventually work in the like the the jump at the top where you like leap yeah, you off jump the, the top. Yeah. So once and I can do eight jumping off the top and out. doing the pushups, and I'm supposed to jump my legs out, I didn't know that. Yeah. When you go down and you put your hands I on the ground, you're supposed to like do almost a donkey kick where yeah. you go up. Well, yeah. a true donkey kick, you actually go like 45 degrees in the air with your feet and then land in like a plank position. That's insane. But, that sounds like dude. That's what too hard on my body. <laughs> yeah one of one of the guys in our workout group in the morning it's like his thing to put donkey kicks in it where all you do is you stand kind of like you go into almost a plank position and Mm -hmm. all you do is jump and kick your legs in the air at like a 45 degree angle and then land on your feet and just keep doing that and you do that straight for 45 seconds yeah it's not like it would like damage your joints or something like yeah it's part of a plyometric workout which anyway if you have bad joints don't do that okay it's a short story you what, need modified. What if I don't want bad joints. <laughs> also, don't do I, that? Just, I don't know. <laughs> eat eat omega three and omega six okay. fatty acids. Okay. So I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Be protected. Yeah, I didn't know about the jump out thing. Fish being, like peak burpee. So now I have a new goal. So the I think, goal. Yeah, I think peak burpee eight. is like a little hop at the top. You go down. You you like you kick out your feet you backwards step and step, out, step and then a push and up. then push yeah and then, and then back up and then you jump up. Like you'll, you need to jump your okay. feet back to your yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah. That'll then, take, that'll take me still a while. I think that'll probably be a couple yeah. months out, but I'll, I think I'll get the progression. There. It was yeah. awesome to see the progression actually from being that first time and like yeah. dying, like literally dying. Yeah. Then I, the second time I did the simplified burpee and I was still literally dying Yeah. yeah. Um, to now. And I can do, yeah. In, in like, I'm sure in a, in a week or two, I'll be back to like a push up at every dip. Um, oh, wow. Which is pretty sweet. Are you doing this daily? No, I do three a week. I do workouts every. I do a workout five days a week. That's good. Yeah, I skip nice. Wednesdays and Sundays. Nice. Okay. Which was like partly because I wanted a break on Sunday, and then Wednesdays yeah. like a f- we have like just like hectic mornings at our house. Oh, okay. For yeah. like uh, yeah. the kids' like appointments to yeah. go to yeah, yeah. forest school. So That's I cool. just um was like, eh, I'm not going to stress about it. And five, if I actually do five days a week, that's incredible. So yeah, then that's amazing. That's like, really good. If I can, you're good. That. I do yeah. three a week. So I do like, um, I either do, I only do two things. Actually, I either do pull-ups or burp uh, or hit workouts with burpees. It's one of, it's one of two. Wow. That's kind of so great. I'm doing pull-ups and then I do like a pull-up, pull-up day, then hit workout with burpees yeah. then break. Then pull up day or no yeah. then then hit workout again then pull up day then hit workout again oh wow the okay. only thing i'm really missing i feel and i i well two things um yeah one is i really need to add like a, a focus on legs day i think yeah do like body weight um squats if i had a oh. rack then i would do real squats um, well yeah and i might, I might get, get you far you can also just oh, pick stuff up. Like, do you guys dude, have flour? Dude, <laughs> like, body weight. No, body weight squats are hard. Like, yeah. I've done. Yeah. I mostly do those, and it's yeah. like hard. So I know that I'm. I have a lot of headroom. Yeah. To grow on just body weight squats alone. So start with yeah. that, and then the other thing is like stretching. Like I should stretch. Yeah. I should stretch every time. 
Uh, yeah, but I don't because I hate it. <laughs> this is one of those things. Like I did the same thing. Like, I got when I got into like weight loss, all that stuff. I started training like crazy, and I lost a bunch of weight really quick. Um, all I did was like go to a gym, and people were teaching me like proper lifts, and I started mm-hmm. with that strong lifts program, which yeah. is great. You know, the five by five. It's like the big lifts. You do squats, you do overhead yeah. press, you do bench, whatever. Like yep. yeah. Anyway, so I did all that, and uh, I felt pretty good. But like my overall health, nothing compares till the time when I was like stressed at uh, running my company and I picked up hot yoga because mm-hmm. the hot yoga studio was like a door away from our it. office building. Yeah, nice. yeah it's literally life-changing. Oh, Stretching that much mm-hmm. is a life-changing I know. experience. I've like, heard. It is I, know it, I know it is. But it's <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's like, um, it's wild. Yeah. yeah, it's like mindfulness meditation. Yeah, right. Like, like when you, once you get it, you're like, oh. <laughs> no, no, but I'm trying to say like, I don't, I don't get it, but I get it. Like it, every... Oh. Everyone who has like half a brain on planet Earth has yeah. like gone on and on and written books and yeah. built companies around yes. how life changing folk like meditation practices are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yet I just won't. I can't do it. I don't. That's like, so to it. weird. I've done really? it. I've for sure done it. And I like start the program and I just I never stick with it. I always get to like maybe day 10 or so. And then I just stop and I'm, and it's like so frustrating because it's like stretching. It's like my rational mind knows. Oh yeah. 100%. I'm convinced. Like I'm sold. I know I'll become my best self or whatever. If I just do this thing, this habit, if I acquire this habit and yet I just can't do it. That's so funny. I mean, it might be because it's not as profound. Like we're, we're reflective people. Like that's, mindfulness and meditation or whatever just teaches you to be able to catch your thoughts before you just do things mm-hmm. like which is what which is, is super the, good in my opinion yeah. that's your 80 20 yeah as soon as you figure that out you've got 80 percent of it the rest is like the lifelong yeah. dedication and i'm sure there's higher levels of yeah you know great things you can unlock but like if you've just figured out how in the moment when something very bad is happening around you that you cannot react immediately, mm-hmm. think about it, and then choose your reaction. Mm-hmm. Like you nailed it. You got all the things you need you need from mm-hmm. mindfulness, in my opinion. Well, I definitely uh, figured that out. But you already do that. So uh, that's what I'm saying. I so it might not be crucible. It, it may not be parenting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's yeah. it, right? That was yeah. like rapid. Like there's nothing more there's nothing more of like a pressure cooker for like rapid painful personal growth than like yeah. having kids and becoming yeah. a father like nothing yeah. has compared in my life yeah shopify so growth whatever is, man like yeah. <laughs> uh starting trying to start a company which I, i'm doing now it's like yeah. obviously super nothing. hard but it's like yeah. it doesn't nothing feels like that because the the parenting thing I, I think is just so compressed into like such a small time frame yeah and it's always urgent it's never Right. You can sit at a bit of a distance from your work, right? Um, yeah, of course. But you yeah. can't get distance from your kids. You're just, no. it's, it, everything you have to learn and you have to learn right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's, you know, so. It sounds, it sounds stressful. Like, I mean, rarely in my life have I walked into it was a room. Painful. I would call it like brutally painful was like the growth in the first uh, year, maybe. Well, yeah. See, that that's what I was going to say because like, there's not many work problems I've had where I like can't speak to someone because they don't understand me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. <laughs> that that's already like hard enough. It's like, hey, don't do that. Your kid's like, blah. Well, you know, that's oh, just it. You think right. what it looks like and you're what not you think is that you're yeah. fighting with your kids and your family. Yeah, right. But no. you're not. You're just fighting with yourself. 
it's yeah, completely an inner game, right? <laughs> it's like a hundred percent. So anyway. Amazing. Well yeah, that taught me some mindfulness stuff, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> the Wazzle Bros podcast, parenting tips, mindfulness, and so much more. I could do parenting tips. I wouldn't call them tips. That makes me sound like I'm some sort of like yeah, guru. We have no domain expertise bullshit. here. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I could talk parenting forever, man. It's such an interesting Amazing. topic. Yeah. Yo, I'm game. Uh, what uh, do you want to talk about today? What's on your mind, man? I saw you wrote your year in your view. Did that I bring did. anything up that you want to talk about? Yeah, uh, it certainly did. It was it was a fun exploration. It was enjoyable um, to do the writing, all that mm-hmm. stuff, I think. Can um, I ask I, what your process was for writing it? Yeah, for sure. Um, so as mentioned on the last one, I, I pulled up the year compass. So yearcompass.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. They give you that, that free booklet or whatever. Yeah, so I can that, that to me. Yeah. yeah. So I worked through that booklet. I didn't do the whole thing. So Same. For full, yeah. I skipped Basically, a bunch of I, I opened I it. I got to the fir- yeah. I got to the first page, which is a great page. It's like go through your calendar of the year because mm-hmm. I am a calendar user. So they're like mm-hmm. all the things I basically do are in there if it's work related. I got a little bit of a challenge there where like an important and dense calendar of mine is gone now. My yeah. Shopify <laughs> calendar. Yeah. Yeah. I was like an, yeah. way more data than of course than my personal one. Yeah. And it's like I don't I can't see it. <laughs> yeah so th- that's hard um but yeah i have a personal and a work calendar and they're on the same calendar obviously so yeah. like all these big personal events yeah. that had like basically if it, if it got a booking in my calendar it was probably important something anyways yeah. so i did that i was way more i don't know i mean the process of it was a little weird because obviously the first like quarter like the first three months of the of the year that i was looking at i wrote all these data points and i was like yeah that was good this was interesting that thing and then it like, started to like get I guess worn down a bit. I was like, oh man, so many things happened. Like I was like, I need to like raise the bar of my qualification for what's like a I found that happened too. Yeah. Yeah. So so then I started doing that. Anyway, but yeah, basically worked through that. That was like probably the most successful because by the time I got through Mm -hmm. half my year, I had like kind of started because I I also was writing an outline essentially. Like when I Mm -hmm. saw certain moments, I was like, oh, I know a heading for that. And it's Mm -hmm. gonna go in this section. Because I just wrote a very basic outline, which was like basically personal stuff under the yep. assumption that like people who don't really know me but might read it yeah. would skip it mm-hmm. um then like yeah okay like actual outcomes like learning mm-hmm. stuff that i've learned so like specifically written in such a way where it's like this occurred here's how i'm doing or dealing or learned from it so mm-hmm. that's the useful section and then of course the intentions at the bottom like what i want this year to be it's interesting you arrived at the same exact structure as i did i know <laughs> when i read you because i didn't read you yours. didn't read mine right I, yeah i yeah. told myself i'm not that's reading it until weird. i do mine because i didn't want to yeah Anyway, people I didn't who, want to be influenced. Uh, Reddit, who, people who read it said they liked the format. Like, to oh, me, cool. I don't like, yeah, people who are in mine were like, I really like this format. Like, where'd you come up with it? And I was like, I don't know. It's I <laughs> just made it, it up. Made sense. Yeah. yeah, it just made sense to me. I mean, the magic of threes is the first thing. So, like, three key headings, great. You know, I, I don't yeah, know. It just made that, sense. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Reddit, three um, is a magic number. Yeah. Three is a magic number. But, uh, that was kind of it. Yeah. And then I used the rest of that workbook to like prompt extra questions because I kind of just like started jamming, like writing, just dumping in okay. with that year thing done. Okay. And then, yeah, I used some of the other questions because they they ask really good questions. They are really there's good. There's some fun stuff. Yeah. Like one was like, who were your three pillars? Like as, as in humans throughout the year who like supported you? Yeah. Um, really like which was a fun question. question. And I'm like, oh, like I think of lots of people in my life, obviously as supportive, but like trying to be like, who's like a pillar, yeah. like a foundational, like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there's an easy out, which is my partner, but then like the others, like you think about those, like my business partners, obviously. Yeah. For, another me, one, but, for, for me, Amanda's so yeah, right. obvious and stable and there for so yeah. long. Um, she doesn't even get a mention. Yeah. Right. Like, no, <laughs> like 
it's just well, a I mean, she was mentioned it's just a given it's because yeah. it's boring otherwise it's like oh, every yeah. single year the most influential person on me and important it's like part the person, person my, my partner yeah it just is <laughs> every time so i'm not gonna mention it every year yeah it'd be just annoying yeah yeah no it totally makes sense but yeah it was it was really fun i think the biggest outcome though was in terms of feedback so i released it yesterday it's been a day mm. not even in market really so i don't have a ton of feedback but i got way more than i thought um, Sorry, I just like how you described your year in review as in market. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a business guy. Uh, I shipped, sir. Okay. I deployed. You, did. you shipped. I it. pushed to master. It's in market now. That's correct. How's the market, market responding? So you? the market response so far has been quite positive. Um, okay, good. Anyway, but yeah, every, everybody's positive. I mean, I, I doubt I have many people in my circle who would actually read because I just post on my social media. Like, it's not like I'm mm. actually you know, marketing this thing. So like, I don't think yeah. anyone's going to come out and be like, Hey, I think you're dumb. But, uh, anyway, very positive. Um, no comments on structure, but like a lot of people, like a lot of personal messages, which is interesting, like emails or texts or whatever, where people were saying, um, essentially they just really appreciate the the truth, mm. like truth, transparency. The fact that I talked yeah. about how I like went back to like CBT and therapy, mm-hmm. uh, the challenges throughout the year. I also put some of our like literal raw data in there, mm-hmm. like, you know, how many networking hours I worked and how much revenue that translated to. Mm-hmm. And I did a really, you know, basic yeah, calculation. Cool. Yeah. Which is like fun. Obviously it's like not enough data. So the bigger things is a few of the emails were, Hey, can you do a whole post on your data? Cause everyone knows I'm like Whoa. a data nerd. Whoa. So I might, cool, man, because that, that would actually be a single people hour. People would really appreciate that. I think people yeah. would love that. I think so. I think so I might, I might do stood like out that. in your, in your, your in review. That part stood out to me too, because oh, it's, cool. um, I just think it's, it's, uh, it's a tangible thing that just not many people have, to be honest. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So data I, is always, I think, interesting to people who mm-hmm. are in the circles we are in, mm-hmm. but data that no one else has is like, especially um, valuable this is actually an um seo trick or tactic i learned um at the end of last year as i've been studying starting to study seo Uh, that was one of the tricks i learned that i just would have never thought about myself um where it's like um it was from patrick mckenzie who talks about marketing stuff and seo but he always talks about it he talks about that like intersection with like engineering and being an engineer and yeah. like a, a, yeah. a technical founder. Yeah. And he was like, people really like data and they love pretty graphs. Yeah. Right. And as an engineering founder, this is like a unique um, secret weapon you can bring to the table because yeah. you can either, you can figure out ways to get data. No one else has through mm-hmm. your own products and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the classic example, I don't actually, I don't know if it's the classic example, but the one he gave was the massive success from uh, one of those dating sites. I think it was OkCupid. Oh, yeah. They put out, started writing all these blog posts, putting out like with hard numbers and data on like what types of people were matching with who and like what are the quantitative trends of like love and dating. Yeah, and yeah. Every, it just like was cra- a crazy success for them. Yeah, that and was he like was a pointing out how it's like it's not just the data; it's like data only they could possibly share. Correct. Right. Yeah. So really yeah. interesting, and it it actually pointed out a weakness in my approach to oh. the products I've been putting out, um, which is I haven't been data hungry like at all. 
I've actually tactically chosen not to gather data because in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's just like more work. It's more features, right? But I never thought of the tactical, uh, like as a tech company, building, like I'm building websites, right? I never thought of the strategic advantage I could get from like a feature like login, right? Where people can start saving stuff and because then I can Mm -hmm. like look at things and uh, come up with like better solutions for them. Um, but also like, yeah, turn it into interesting content. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, anyway, I guess you the short story is post. I might do that. Yeah. Cause like <laughs> yeah. I've got, um, if yeah. I look at this, like I spent 1196 hours working on dignified, like mm-hmm. our business. Um, what I found notable, That's which was more a meaningless number to me. How much is that? Uh, well, each year divided by say 40. If a, you assume a 40 hour work week, that's like yeah. about 30 weeks. Okay, that's a lot so of time. For, yeah. for some reference, for some reference, if you work forty hours every week all year, it's two thousand eighty hours. Okay, yeah. So, so that doesn't count any vacation time. It's a flat work. Yeah, year. flat fifty-two. Okay. So, so assume some time off. It's probably like yeah, around yeah. two thousand hours. It's kind of yeah, two yeah. weeks off. You get two thousand hours. Um, so I worked a total of like two hundred or sorry, two thousand two hundred and fifty or so hours. Mm-hmm. So like a little more than the average. Fine, but way in the range. I, that was the most exciting to me, as I told myself I wouldn't become an 80 hour work week guy again mm-hmm. on this business and mm-hmm. i'm pretty happy about that i average like you know just over 40 yeah, man because that would have been like yeah edging close to four thousand hours if you had like yeah done 80 hour work that's yeah insane. yeah um yeah. i also am believing i'm becoming a much more i don't know what's the short story there's a few people like toby you know obviously he was saying like he expects five hours of productive work a day from mm-hmm. staff right like i'm be- i'm believing that and i'm coming way more around to the dhh style of just like it just doesn't have to be crazy at work they literally wrote a book called that with jason reed and like it's very true like i always i always have a little struggle there because they're so adamant about it that like it's it's almost like too much but like yeah yeah i really like i want to go like 85 percent of the way there to like where dhh kind of hangs out or whatever it's a balance and i'm sure Actually, I don't. I don't know those guys. Um, I wish I did. I yeah, really admire fun. and respect them. Oh, um, yeah. But I suspect if you were in their close confidence, they would for sure have like more nuanced positions. Yeah, right. They yeah. probably do. Right. But they've figured out long ago that the best marketing is like strongly opinionated. Yeah. Right. right? No, for and sure. That, that's their yeah. thing. So that's what they yeah. do. I, and it, but worked, I mean, it works really well for them. Yeah, to take like I've, insanely strong positions that are contrarian and just like yeah, uh, well, that's yeah. What, that's like it. It. that's the entirety really of Peter Thiel's like tactic is yeah, it works really well. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> good strategy. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's great because also as I like grew and learned whatever and all those things, I actually have come to respect people who have strong opinions now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, way more. I would like I Art. strongly dislike if I wind up on the internet. I'm on Twitter, whatever. I see someone maybe kind of interesting, and they just have no opinion. Mm-hmm. Like and like you kind of can't find what their thing is, and then I'm just like I don't know. Like yeah, it's I think it's really good, and it's my default position. I'm like a no opinion guy or like right. a loose yeah like if you don't nuance guy. It. But I I think it's a much better um thing in person. True. um to be like like that um yeah online it's no i know it's good yeah like it's better to have clear bite-sized strong opinions yeah right just like Um, the medium 
Exactly. Kind of like if, if, if I'm sitting that. down to do a two hour podcast with you, I will certainly go into the nuance of my decisions or mm-hmm. choice or whatever. Yeah, it's a much right? more yeah, personal. Like when you're like on the internet, send a tweet. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, you got to have like a stance, but every, yeah. but the problem is, is you expect everyone else in the world to understand that, like, yeah. there's always more to this, but that a bunch of people don't, and they just get yeah. mad and you're yeah. like, uh, you know, when I said, don't do paid ads for this, it's like, I didn't mean like literally never <laughs> like, and that people yeah. get mad. But anyway. that's cool. Cause then yeah. Twitter is like, oh, there's action here. And the yeah, algorithm and you likes you it. and yeah, like, you true. get more attention. So it's, that's right. You know, kind of the game. Yeah, right? That's so funny. Anyway, uh, I'll do a data post. I, I should do that. I'll just commit to it. I will Sweet. do. It might be short, might be long. I don't know. I need to analyze the data too. So it should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might um, find some interesting stuff. There's some really cool things in there. Like, um, anyway, but yeah, just to the point, if I spent almost, you know, I'm going to round up at 1200 hours on our company and then basically the exact same amount of time on like work things, like contracts, clients, like whatever, um, it's, it's just going to be, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, especially because at the beginning of the year, I actually spent so little time on our business because we were in a, a deal. Like we had sold a deal. We were working with them full time. So like I just never had time really to work on our company. And it's so it's kind of funny that like the ramp up occurred kind of near the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And the success of our business was like accelerating at a crazy rate as soon as mm-hmm. that started. So it was just like funny, you know things i know if you work on your company it grows if you don't <laughs> it doesn't i know yeah come, come to uh, you know Walzel brothers for these types of tips timeless advice i love timeless. i love this phrase i keep it in my mind all the time which is okay. the grass is greener where you water it yeah right yeah that is 100%. like perfect i'm like i love it it just captures it so yeah. well well now and, that we're and doing... i'm like you know me i'm like relentlessly optimistic and, and yeah and makes me like somewhat naive i think actually yeah. that's like the downside of that why do you think we're starting companies but exactly exactly because i'm just like i don't know like i'll just i'll water the grass here every day Let's i'll do just it. come out here and i'll just sprinkle the water here yep sounds it's good like it, something's gonna grow it might be like ugly but might be gonna, weeds something's gonna grow <laughs> yeah. if i do this every day yeah and i, like I really one. believe in the power of that the other one about opinions, though, that I like, and only because we're, we're bringing them up and I need to say because I'm obsessed with this, is uh, I, I don't know enough about this subject to have an opinion. Mm. That's one of the things I say to people a lot because they come mm. seeking stuff for me and I'm like, I, I literally haven't studied this. So, like, yeah. I can't I can't have an opinion on this yet. Like, I just don't. Yeah. And, uh, and then it's a good place, I think. Yeah. And then usually sure you're it, actually helping. And... Right. But generally, it does open a good dialogue still because I'm like, I'm still willing to tell you what I think but I need you to know that you can't walk away with this as like advice because like I've not, you know, read yeah, whatever. Right. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Grass is greener, man. So, uh, otherwise on the year in review, just yeah. Ton, tons of really great feedback. A lot more, um, heartwarming stuff than I thought. I got like a few emails too, from folks saying that they, um, really appreciated that. I talked about the mental health challenge because mm-hmm. like they're dealing with it. And, right. uh, the emails yeah. were like really private and they were like, I'm dealing with this. I haven't talked to anybody, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I appreciate you putting that out there considering, by all objective measures, it looks like we did really well. Yeah. So he's like, you did well while dealing with these things or whatever. And mm-hmm. anyway, uh, so that's, that's really nice. I'm happy I could do that for people. Me too. I think that's amazing. Yeah. 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 I got like, I think the trend of the feedback I got was similar. Like people, I think just really appreciate uh, transparency and authenticity. Yeah. yeah. And 100%. I'm grateful that that comes naturally to me. I think. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, really like, I, it's like baked into my style already, so I haven't had to work at it too much. Yeah, 
Um, Honestly, it's cool. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I'm so bullish on just being truthful and transparent now. It's in my review. It was in your review. We talk about it, but like Mm -hmm. it just like, it's so weird. Like the worst thing that happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like the worst thing that happens is like acute scenarios usually where like you have Mm -hmm. to say, give someone bad news because that's the truth. And then like, maybe you have like a, an argument or it's a tough conversation, like whatever, Mm -hmm. but then it's over and everything's good. Like back when I was at Mm -hmm. other companies where like better. Yeah. Right. That's what it's usually a lot better. Even Mm -hmm. if you're like letting someone go or whatever, like it still always winds up ending in a better place Mm -hmm. faster than Mm -hmm. the other approach, which like when I was at other organizations where there's a lot of politics and you like hid things a little or whatever, whatever you tell yourself that like, it's a white lie. It's fine. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just a weird web of lies. And then every time you're going to the office, you just have this anxiety, this constant anxiety that someone's going to catch you in that thing. That's like, it's minor. Don't worry. But like, you know, that like some non-truth is floating around that you spoke and you just feel bad. And then you just do worse work. And then you do other lies to cover the first lie. And it just literally creates this horrible thing. Like, Like, why do that? Like the only thing it does is maybe save you in the exact present moment from some like minor pain, like having an uncomfortable conversation, mm-hmm. which does not serve you in the long run. So yeah. anyway, there's my, I don't know, whatever I got on a soapbox. It was fun. So don't nice. lie to people. There you go. <laughs> so that's all I have anyway, but I'm, I'm good to hear that. That's what a lot of people said to mine too. Is there any what? other feedback? You um, yeah, there's, there's a few things, but I, I want to talk about one interesting part. I think about your year in review oh, okay. um, compared to mine. Um, I was curious what your thoughts on this were. I think I know the answer, but I want to hear, hear what you think. So one thing that stood out to me was in the bottom section in your intentions, uh-huh. there's a section called no more favors. Ah, uh, yeah. And in my year in review, uh, I don't remember if I called it out as explicitly as an intention. Um, right. but if you read between the lines, it's, it's there a few times which is for 2021, I'm, I want to do more favors. Right. <laughs> like I'm literally opposite position as you on this, which was interesting. interesting. I like that. Cause I think we would probably align on almost everything else. Yeah. So why, why no more favors? Great question. So step one, if you read the paragraph body text right after that heading, I say, hi, I caught you with my clickbait title. Um, mm. So there's, there's the, the hard part with that is the statement is true and I stand by it, but it requires nuance. So this one was like tricky for me. And in the mm-hmm. style of how I was writing that, I didn't want to write, you know, like six paragraphs to explain all of my positions on what I mean by no more favors or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I did what I think I could do with the best where there's like a small note I wrote too. Mm-hmm. Um, so the short story is there's a, there's a situation where I'm referring to no more favors. Mm-hmm. It's mostly okay. exclusive to the business I run. So I run an agency think we've Mm -hmm. talked about this to you but just in case uh run an agency we build software for people and companies it's great what that means though is often you get a phone call from people asking for advice in that realm obviously Mm -hmm. right like i'll I'll call my buddy brandon like he built software companies whatever they'll call that to me is not a favor if you call and you say hey i need to you know source an agency that does whatever do you know anyone i say yeah like this person that whatever Mm -hmm. that's not a favor like i want to be clear that's like we're hanging out we're like whatever yeah there's many asks you can make of me that are just fine. And I think that that's just business. It's not a favor. Mm -hmm. A favor is when you ask me to like, 
read through a document of uh, business requirements, translate it into product requirements and make sure that the like key hire you're about to uh-huh. make is a good hire. And like, can you do me this solid over the weekend? Uh-huh. That's a favor. <laughs> that sounds and, like a big favor. But I'm me. just saying like, yeah, yeah, but like, it's like I could maybe let's assume it's not a ton of like, whatever, maybe this is two hours of my time. Let's okay. just pretend it's two okay, hours of sure. my time. That's fine. If, if you asked me to do that, of course I would do that. And I wouldn't mm. care because we have an established relationship. So my no yeah. more favorite was kind of right. like, if you're an active, yeah, if you're a current client, if I know you, if we've worked together and you ask me for a favor, I'm going to do you a favor. Of course I am. And if you're someone I literally don't know at all and you want to connect in some way and it might require a little bit of that quid pro quo thing, mm-hmm. of course. But it's I'm more referring to people who know what they're doing. Because there are many mm-hmm. people, especially in the agency business, who reach out. They they say they have money. This was an exact example for us. Someone showed up and they're like, I have $350,000 to spend. Mm-hmm. I want to close this deal in a week. We mm-hmm. literally met them. They said, I want to close in a week. I was like, what the heck? This is the craziest, most burning deal I've ever seen. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like great. Like, I rallied the team. We got together. I put out like a higher offer for a new staff member. Like, all these things happened. And then all we found out is the person was basically lying. They didn't have the capital mm-hmm. and they just wanted us to like do the entire quoting process so that they had a plan. Right. So they had a plan because like in order to quote, I have to be like, well, I need to ask clarifying questions. You I need to break down your business requirements. I need Yeah. So I did like basically almost a week of work oh, man, that's to brutal. quote to be like, yeah, okay. looks like we can hit this number. Your budget's this. But like we came in at like, I don't know, whatever. It's like okay. 310 or something. And yeah, then they just like, essentially some back and forth whatever but pretty quickly i realized i'm like oh this is just a ruse Mm. and then this person intends to they they wound up kind of saying it they're like we're just gonna hire in-house which is a fine answer but like it it became clear through the process that this person wasn't acting from a place of truthfulness (laughs) like they were you know trying to get leverage or whatever and uh anyway so it's more things like that like there are a lot of people who ask things of you absolutely horrible that's a favor yeah but what they're really saying is, can you apply your professional trade that generally you are paid well for mm-hmm. to for me for free, and I will do nothing in return mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they like disappear into Completely the ether. Expected. You don't really know them. Yeah. Like yeah. whatever. So it's it's more of those things because that in the first year of our business, I said I'm going to do every favor. I don't care. I'd rather get burned mm-hmm. and ha- tried to okay. build a relationship or, or grow or mm-hmm. whatever. But we did well enough. We have enough clients now that I think essentially 2021 is like no more favors like we gave away all, right. that'll be in the data post short story though like i mean we we gave away over six figures in like free labor this gave year. away easy. a lot of hours yeah easy yeah yeah, yeah super tighten that up okay yeah. yeah that makes sense in that context so it's yeah yeah it's not like no more favors it's like your no, like yeah. your criteria for delivering free time yeah. is like sharply increasing or like yes. the standards are sharp it actually has a thing now yeah there's a there's like a bar there where I'm like, it has to be uh, adam <laughs> yeah right if you are not my brother thanks by the way i actually have a few projects i want you to <laughs> no i'm just kidding I'm can just, you send that my way that'd be awesome just joking man but yeah well but that's the thing right most people who actually care about you aren't gonna ask for a favor of that volume without no, like because they care they also understand it's you yeah, care about right you. yeah, yeah. So like if you did right. come to me with something, I'd be like, yeah. I know you've processed this, mm-hmm. you've thought about it, and you've, you're asking for my yeah. help. So yeah, but uh, yeah. So, so, so yeah, the way I'm thinking about it in 2021 is, yeah. I know I still want to get into this industry, this new industry, RPG yeah. stuff, um, and I just recognize that I just have so much to learn still. Yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of ways to learn. 
about an industry. Like I can talk to customers, I can build an audience, I can just read, I can just look around the internet and troll yep. and do stuff. And I've been doing all that in 2020. I've been doing yep. all those types of things. I think I could still ramp up my rate of like customer development conversations. And yep. I, I think I, I will once I have like more of like solid projects to tie it to maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that's all good. Um, but I really like the idea of in 2021 actually take like actually taking my hard skills yeah um and then basically giving them yeah. for free to yeah. people in that this industry who I want to serve yes so that I can start helping them like this week instead of right. in a year once I've figured out yeah, like right. The right okay. business yeah. model and like that, you know, it just makes no sense to me. It's like so it's like a way of uh learning yep. and learning more about what people's real needs are and real problems. So there's like yep. that's like the selfish element is like I want to extract like knowledge. Yes. Um, but it's like a way of learning that just directly, concretely helps RPG businesses and creators sooner. Yeah. Without, so I don't have to sit around over here in the, um, yeah, in the in the office with the door closed, just thinking to myself how to help them, right? That's in also an abstract way, way and then eventually, yeah, and then eventually <laughs> shipping the things um, that nobody wants. It's like, yeah, I kind of just want to get out there faster, as like that makes sense, and just but help me, faster. And I'm like, you know what? I have skills. Yeah, I can apply. I can just like try uh, soon yeah. by like doing being more service oriented. Right. Yeah. In, in my opinion, though, that's like that's that, that to me is business development, which is like a cost center of a yeah, company. Yeah. Like client customer development yeah. doesn't matter. But like all of those things sound like really just cl good business choices that you are making that are well, a cost you. center. Yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, like it's just I guess it's more the reference of maybe maybe I should edit that post to be like, this is what I define favor as because <laughs> like. I would none yeah. of the things you said I would see really as a favor. I could see how some people might be like, oh, wow, this guy just showed up, did some work for me, helped out what a, what a solid or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like for me, it's like it's really BD, like you're developing a relationship, yeah. you're growing it, yeah, like yeah. whatever. Um, because, yeah, that. man, yeah. I'd love to be the olive branch. I, I guess. The, yeah, I guess the difference is like maybe I, I already kind of knew, right, that this is yeah, a right. cost and like you do business development like yeah. this, right, relationships. But you can usually do it, I think, pretty effectively with not that with not putting yourself out no. that yep. much right so yeah, no, that's yep. like the cheaper strategy yeah, yeah, yeah i'm talking about like severely making this more expensive for myself oh okay by yeah, right. applying hard skills got it like okay. hey um you just published this cool new setting on right. the dungeon masters guild yeah can we can i like do some quick design work for you and like right yeah figure out how to get you more sales and just do yeah. it and i'll just do it yeah yeah totally so like really like handing out hard skills in time yeah okay might be so, a terrible idea we'll see no i, I like it good. because i get to help and yeah. it, for me it's like making it real it's like things you know there's still i feel like there's still just a little bit too much abstraction or like distance between where I'm sitting and like where people out there, like the creators trying to make a living where they're at. So I want to go to more to where they're at. Yeah. Get closer. 
No, it makes sense. I mean, my anecdote in this case is one of the product ideas we had last year um, was to basically build a tool that would help all creators grow Mm -hmm. via marketing. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. a marketing tool for creators. And when I say creators, I'm going to clarify that a bit, but like Twitch streamers, YouTubers, Mm -hmm. um, like kind of that creator space. So probably Mm -hmm. TikTok would eventually become included in that. It like wasn't as big at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, the way we did is we went around. I got introduced to one, like a very talented Twitch streamer Mm -hmm. um, who actually streams his garage where he works on cars. So he just does like Twitch live and Mm -hmm. like, like he you know anyway he's a mechanic in a garage but he just streams the whole thing and he'll just talk to people or whatever and he has a crazy following this guy's really cool and uh anyway when i reached out because i wanted to understand and do some customer validation so we met with a bunch of these streamers we met with people who um represent streamers that are like really big and like all this cool stuff we we're doing all this discovery this one him in particular was like i really don't get this stuff he's like i literally sat down and decided to turn on a camera when i was working yeah um because yeah. he wanted to be a video game streamer uh-huh. But like during that period of time, he kind of figured out Twitch. He got a, like, you know, a tiny bit of play, but it didn't really work. So he's like, ah, I'm going to go back to being a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he was like, what would happen if I turn on? So it worked, but he didn't really know how to market or grow a, yeah. a business yeah. necessarily. Yeah. And he was trying to get sponsorship. So yeah, that's what I did. I was like, I will help you. So I literally just kind of apprenticed myself to him, started advising him on marketing, all this stuff, because it was a way for me to figure out what features should be in a tool to help that market mm-hmm. it so anyway it, it, it right. went well uh you know not great because i was also running a company so i was pretty busy yeah uh, but yeah he right. got a lot of value i think i wound up uh introducing him to a friend of mine who i didn't realize had started an influencer agency mm. uh, so that wound up way better just at the end of the day i helped him for probably like two weeks or something mm-hmm. like we made good progress uh, but at the end of the day i was like i'm gonna hand you off to an actual professional because my friend runs an influencer uh, agency and uh, you're nice. an influencer in this yeah. space yeah uh so yeah anyway that's super really cool. interesting man yeah, it's really cool. valuable. You, dude, you get really cool data. Like, you just have yeah. to remember it's not, I don't really want to call it data. It's an anecdote. You just got to be a little careful. It's one person's experience. Yeah. So you got to, like, but yeah. it's like really raw, amazing, like, fulsome information. Yeah, high density yeah. information. Yeah. High yeah. signal, for sure. And it's just helpful. It's, yeah, I like that. I'm like, it's such a concrete way to help someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, well, man. We should probably talk more about this then because, uh, yeah. I'm essentially going to try and learn the skills that you already had <laughs> to help that guy. And I'm going to do like run literally the same playbook, um, yep. except I won't approach mechanics. I'll approach. Well, yeah. Hey, he was a streamer. We were approaching creators. Yeah. Yeah. But yes. No, they're, they are streamers. A bunch of them are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, if you want all the research, it was called Hadron because we thought it'd be cool to do the collider, um, of bringing oh, all that yeah, stuff cool. together. Cause that yeah. was the point. I, I know. Um, I'm a nerd anyway, but, uh, yeah, I'll, t- I, if you want the whole thing, it's in a Jira confluence doc. Like I do. I'm going to literally do this. Like, sounds great. I, I don't know yet, but I'm, str- I strongly suspect, um, yeah. there's like my technical skills and design yeah. skills, which I think will help, um, yeah. a lot of creators, like in terms of website feedback, mm-hmm. or maybe I can find something that they do. That's just really annoying and time consuming. And I can, give them a script yeah right something is yeah Yeah, so that's all good but i strongly suspect the big pain and the thing that i'm gonna be able to bring to the table if i keep studying is Mm -hmm. marketing yeah probably it's the same story over and over right it's like creators i know because i was one just in a different uh, medium but creators just want to create stuff like they want to 
yeah, they're they're builders. Like they wanna they wanna get their hands in the materials and create and and put it out into the world, and then they want everyone to check out their stuff. Yeah, and that's where it falls down for people. Yeah, yeah, because they haven't yet learned um, how you get people to how you how you connect what you're doing and what you're saying creatively with mm-hmm. the people who will appreciate it mo- most. Yes. Because the way to not the way not to connect yeah is um and we all do this. We're all guilty of it. I am too. I yeah. have been right for months I've been guilty yeah. of this. The the way you don't do it is just like go on social media. Yeah. And be like we started uh an actual play podcast. Like check it out. Yeah. Or even better like yo check it out like like subscribe like subscribe to this thing like follow me um <laughs> right yeah it's yeah, just like, i know what not, up it's your boy brandon it's not gonna <laughs> yeah like you're not gonna connect with people when you're yeah when that's your marketing plan <laughs> if that's the, the full extent of your marketing plan it's not, uh, gonna, work. It's not gonna work yeah yeah so um, this is cool it's like i not only i think can i help here and i think there will definitely be a strong need yeah. but also the main thing i need to learn is marketing so it's like right it's just a perfect it's like a study group i'll learn with them we'll work together yeah and hopefully i'll make a bunch of people a lot more money that sounds great i'm down i'll do you a favor we can do it together let's Let's do it let's start like a little just marketing um strike squad or whatever like perfect market am i building a second agency are we just gonna wind up making an agency (laughs) yeah that's the thing is like i think um that's like but that's like a sort of I think that's just like a humbling thing that I need to like yeah. accept and understand, right? Like mm-hmm. it's pretty hard and pretty darn unlikely, I think, that I'll go from like leaving Shopify and starting with like not much uh, yeah. f- to like a SaaS. Yeah. Like right to like full, fully successful SaaS business yeah. that I work on eight hours a week and I make yeah. 30K MRR. Like that's like a pipe dream like yeah. it'd be cool and if i and if i find an interesting SaaS idea i will start to validate it and like put mm-hmm. it in small bits and we'll see right and i have yeah. a few ideas that could be SaaS revenue but it's like hey. starting as like just a, a humble service provider who like doesn't even get paid is like yeah. maybe a good a better more achievable goal yeah hat in hand yeah. um well the short story if we if while doing this activity you realize that this community is like right for it or whatever, we can happily pivot everything about Hadron into just the TTRPG creator space. So yeah, man. Well, that's I was what trying I'm to saying. make like, it general. It sounds kind of like, like you uh, already spent a lot of time on what yeah. I'm actually going to try and go do. Yeah, I, I don't think I. No one I spoke to was a TTRPG creator, but uh, we could do that. But yeah, there was all like um, I want to help a lot of game streamers and all those other things. It was because I wanted to build that other idea, Twitchcraft. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what started the idea of looking into it, and then we wound mm-hmm. up being like, "There's a bigger opportunity here," which was that anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm doing the opposite approach. Like, I really want to stay hyper focused on tabletop role playing games. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to like. My theory was we like at Dignify, we want to release products that can like produce like a nice, reasonable MR. Yeah, I'm not looking for like big wins, but that one, I'm like, if we could build a thing that would help in a templatized way, creators at least do some level of marketing. That's huge. That's huge. And they would likely give us a few bucks a month. And where our goal was like hit maybe 10K MRR with this thing. And then like, I think it would be like a cash cow and likely grow because I think the creator space is just going to keep 
going. Yeah, if it was really wild, gen- general, you know? like you yeah. can market for any t- creator yeah. on Twitch or YouTube. Like that, that was kind of the theory, like, and like the theory still sound. But yeah, the more I went into it, size. Yeah, yeah. I just you and everyone out. else wants to do that, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you basically be you'd have like almost like the 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 others part of patron. It'd be like patrons where you get the money, and then we're the thing that like mm. shows you how to but anyway all, all, what really matters here though when you go out there um the number one thing that resonated with every single interview we did and we did like 12 i think mm-hmm. um was ideal customer profile no creator had ever heard the term mm. had no understanding of like really what that was mm-hmm. and when i would explain it to him i'm like look it's like generally used for b2b or business to enterprise sales where you you form your ideal customer profile like who who basically really needs what you're selling mm-hmm. And like trying to tell a creator, I'm like, okay, step one, you're a product. So now right. think, yeah, think understand about the fact that, that you right. are a product. So you need to, you know, yeah, find channels. You need to distribute yourself. You need to do all that. And then if you do ICP and we would do that activity together, they'd all be like, oh my goodness, like I should be posting in this subreddit. And you're like, right. yes, yeah. those are the people who will likely resonate with what you do. Like, don't just be like, I need to get out there more because getting out there more on whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. You could be invited to a talk show, but like if you're a TTRPG DM or something, like it's, maybe it's not the right thing. I don't know what talk yeah, shows yeah. you want, but anyway, yeah, yeah. you get the point. It's like, I, yeah, I've really seen that, the power of that for myself. Yeah. Um, though I honestly would say I still haven't ramped up my marketing efforts compared to what I could do. Yeah. But, but I mean, whenever I just your optimization and marketing too. Yeah, as much yeah. as there is in tech. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. Um, I fell for that for sure last year with social media. Mm-hmm. I was like optimizing right. social yeah. media. It was that's super dumb. Um, yeah. But no, I've I've discovered that by like a good example is my how to game master guide. Right. right? Yeah. By the time I got to that, and it's still not launched. It's, I just made a landing page because I couldn't. Yeah. I just couldn't wait. I couldn't sit on. I was too excited yeah. to tell people I was doing it good i mean that and was, I was like and, you know obviously maybe i got a few more email addresses yeah exactly um, but when i put that out there it, by then i kind of knew more like knew yeah. where to go more yeah, yeah. like the you know I, yeah. I know i can really visualize this the person i think for that more than anything else i'm doing actually yeah novice best Jerry, it's still kind of unclear to me actually i know i agree like, yeah. hmm like who who actually likes this the most i actually don't know i'm like learning by asking people Mm -hmm. right um and then here be taverns too it's like i'm pretty sure this is more straight up for game masters but even that's kind of like negotiable and unclear right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but a guide on how to become a game master like your quick start guide it's like i can so clearly picture this person because i have been that person to a t like just like you're yep. you're really interested everyone's talking about dungeons and dragons you're you're so you're trolling you're like always you're consuming the content you're like a consumer you're like mm-hmm. browsing the internet you're reading articles you're watching videos you're watching critical role you're in yeah. the space but you're not like you haven't like taken yep. that step yet to like run the game and like maybe yep. you've tried a few times and you're like oh it's just i have such a perfect i yeah. feel like i have a really good like psychological profile in my own head yeah. Um, yep. And so that I like put out much more specifically and had that profile in my head when I wrote everything. And it's like done really well. Like it seems yeah. to have landed. Right. Yep. So it's like, OK, there, yeah. there's power in that. Yeah. 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 I, I and mean, that's but... why I think actually that's informing my strategy here of like I'm starting to feel like I want to really sell 
um, to creators and help creators, right? Yeah. And that's not as much what I am personally. Um, so a lot of my work in the next uh, few months will be walking miles in their shoes. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it should be, though. Like, I mean, that's how I think you uncovered like those unique things. But mm-hmm. um, I don't want to miss the the overarching point here, too, which is really interesting. You uh, you sent me a video of this guy from Microconference, and he's phenomenal. And it was not Patrick. It was the one before. Jason Cohen? Rob- Jason Cohen. Yes. Yeah. Designing the ideal bootstrapped business. Oh, that's like so- a classic video like everyone loves jason because he's like we we should put that in every show note yeah just like (laughs) it's really interesting it's really interesting talk jason is a god um no i'm uh, worried about that we'll circle back finish what you're saying perfect Perfect. we'll circle back um but uh, well like he talks about it and it was really well done too but like there that that's part of it like there's a reason the thing you bring to market you actually want it to be small and niche enough because you get what you just discussed with this DM guide. Mm. Like, you know the people, you know the market, you know where they exist, you already intrinsically get the mm-hmm. ICP, and it's a small enough value prop mm-hmm. that it's easily communicable to that audience. Because mm-hmm. that's all that matters is that your right. ICP gets it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I understand that a bunch of people run around, they try to, like, de-jargon things. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, of course you want to do that in, like, general market comments and, like, all this other stuff. But, like, if you're, if you figured out how to get a direct line to your ICP, jargon the crap out of it. Yeah. Like, it's like it them. should be. Yeah. Um, because, like, they will be like, oh, this business gets me because they yeah. said whatever. Like, they're using their terms, their language and stuff. And also, I find that that's how you sell. And then you start to generalize it. You start to open up other angles of yeah. the product. And your goal is obviously like, oh, I want to grow like crazy, whatever. Yeah. But or you stay there yeah. if you like your business. doesn't matter. But, yeah, that's just it. It's a trade-off, right? By being yeah. really specific and using actually like technical language in the space you're yeah. selling to, um, your chance for getting a conversion or like le- yep. impacting them emotionally is like greatly yeah. increased. But the, yeah. the, the trade-off is the size of the potential market here, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Because you're but like, and I, this, it's funny because you'd think this would not be something I've thought about, but I have because yeah. uh, more and more I've, I've shifted towards thinking of like, at first I was really like focused more on like the actual game, like right. Dungeons yeah, yeah. and Dragons yeah. or role-playing game. games and like, yeah. I was like, okay, I think, you know, game masters are really the people yeah. I want to serve. But that's kind of drifted over time. And now yeah. I'm more like, uh, kind of want to serve like all the creators yeah. in, this, in this area. And there's a bunch yeah. of different types of them. And I would consider game masters a type of creator. Yes. And like, so yeah. they're still in there, but I'm, I've widened my scope yep. of it. But now I have this interesting choice of like, where and how should I change the language? Because all yep. of my taglines on my websites, like Novus Bestiary is mythical yep. creatures for game masters. I put it in yep. the title because I yep. wanted it to land with those people. Yep. Um, my All my like uh, branding images on social media, it's like I'm game masters. My website, game masters, like yep. everything because I was so focused. But now I've widened the scope. Yeah. So it's actually a tough choice. It's like, hmm, should I just leave it? Stay yep. more focused? Should I try and encompass more of the creator space here? Mm-hmm. Um, or should I go hyper-specific, but a different type of specific? Because yeah. in role-playing game creations, um, there's there are specific target targetable ones, right? Yeah. Um, the biggest one is like fifth, fifth edition content creators. Like oh, right. that's yeah. the big, yeah. one of, probably the biggest one. Yeah. So should I just specifically call that out? But I don't want to, at the same time, I don't want to like, I don't want 
game masters to come and see this and feel like no i can't you know what i mean it's it's tri- yeah, yeah, actually yeah. surprisingly it is complicated yeah. to understand how wide or how narrow to choose my language yeah but like that's why like jason cohen's talk and everything is so great because the short story is niche mm-hmm. you should go more narrow mm-hmm. until you find success and then start to widen Mm-hmm. And you use different channel strategies, right? right? Like, I don't think it it at this moment. I don't think you need two landing pages, but eventually you might need two landing pages. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right, like it's like yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm bringing you in. You're in the vampire yeah. masquerade. For, yeah, I've got a page. Writing to yeah. them, writing like, to yeah, yeah, like yeah. this is what we run. But, but like that's the yeah. thing is most people do premature optimization on that. It's not just technical scaling. It's it's like in my opinion, that's premature scaling your marketing because you're. People get worried. They're like, oh, like, trust me, a fisherman doesn't go out and throw a net in the water and assume they're going to catch the lake. It does not work that way. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're targeting it too. They target spots, they target areas, mm-hmm. they use no, no knowledge, whatever, to like do their thing. And like, mm-hmm. you need to do the same. Like, until you have the means to catch mm-hmm. the whole lake, <laughs> you just can't. It's okay. So. so, how would you propose I proceed then? Like, let's get concrete here. Okay, very um, I have a number, like I have an, a number of projects right now. Um, yep. Novus Bestiary. Yep. Here Be Taverns, which is launching this month. And yeah. Quick Start Guide to Game Mastering, which is launching, I hope, this month. That, that's the goal. Um, but yeah. it's like a lot of work. Hey, hey, no goals. I read your review. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's my intention. Right? Priority. Got it. I would like to do that. Yep. That's my wish desire um, yeah so those are the first three and then after that there's gonna be new stuff more stuff yeah um what i was on our conversation like should i should i for each c- kind of tangible thing i put out there try to niche down as specific as i can so it's like i know now my business should serve or I want to serve creators, um, role-playing game creators, right? Okay. So still role-playing game creators. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, it's, but otherwise you would, it's, you would too someone, it's too, but wide. you would include someone who's like, like on YouTube recording their playing sessions, but maybe yes. they don't write their own campaign. Yes. They're like, okay, yes. cool. Just want to clarify. Okay. So like, there's a, that's why I'm asking about this question about like yeah. wide versus narrow language and yeah. how I should apply it to my products. Um, and or even my main website or my business, pro- like my brand proposition, that right. would, might be the hardest one, right? Yeah, that's. But it's definitely. like, um, so tabletop role playing game creators, and in there, I would, I've already, I already see a bunch. Like, there's, there's actually the game designers. Like, if yep. you write and design like the mechanics of a role playing game, you're definitely yeah. a role playing game creator. Yeah, of course. There's game masters because yep. they are creators. They build. Yep homebrew content and worlds yeah. and art yeah. and stories for their games yeah. is absolutely a, like yeah. that's awesome uh, i guess the difference when i think of a game master is i think it's more focused in on their own game and less focused in on like putting it out for the rest yeah. of the world to use but a yeah, lot of them do both right and or a lot of sure. them start yeah. as game masters but become like kind of like publishers right yeah uh there's actual publishers there's and yeah. then there's like content creators for each for every role-playing game is mostly fifth edition so there's like they're putting out adventure right. modules they're putting out subclasses races yep. magic yep. items yep. stories um lists of magic potions like you name it right and mm-hmm. so it's a lot of text content and then there's 
all of the designers there's illustrators they're just putting out illustrations like right, right. and yeah. then there's the streamers yeah. and the podcasters yeah and this yeah. is like a, as quick of a summary as i can get yeah, like, there's, there's a lot of <laughs> but yeah like tabletop role-playing game creators to me is the name for all of this yeah okay but obviously yeah. there's a, a a specific thing that you do right so you're there's yeah. a 5e content creator but you yeah. could get even more narrow than that. You're you're a magic item, yeah. Uh, right, creator. your Griffin saddlebag. Yeah, you're, yeah. yeah, that's your yeah. specialty, right? Um, yeah. So it's like, yeah, like with my next project, I'm assuming what you you would say is I should I should choose exactly the specific one that mm-hmm. I think it'll be the best for, and like use target them with the language and the yes. and the the mental frame when I'm when I'm doing it. Yeah. Okay. So the, my my exact series of steps would be get your email list that signed up for your DMs guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's. I'm going to make an assumption. Let's assume it's over a hundred mm-hmm. people. Um, either run that list through Facebook's uh, lookalike audience builder um, because it will show you all the people who look like that person, assuming they have a Facebook account. Which with a sample size what of hundred, you talking about? What okay. is this magic thing? The magic. What, are, what uh, the hell are you talking about? So Facebook, Facebook has a tool where you can, this is what uh, like basically upset a lot of the marketing world, like way back and why Facebook, I think one of the reasons it did extremely well, Mm -hmm. but they basically built a thing where I don't know what it's called anymore. It used to be called the power builder for like ad campaign building and stuff. But basically they have this tool called the lookalike tool. And what you do is you literally hand them a file of your emails and you're like, here is my audience that I own. Like, this is is my email list. Here you go. And then Facebook goes, cool, let me check it against accounts. Do we have Facebook accounts for these emails? Uh-huh. Uh, presumably, it comes back, goes, yeah, of a certain volume. So obviously, I mm-hmm. say around 100 on a list makes sense because that's when you're getting mm-hmm. probably decent data. Because mm-hmm. uh, obviously, as you know, if you only had two, that's yeah. not really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they come back. Let's say they say, hey, we got 80 hits. Mm-hmm. This is what they look like. And it will literally be like they are 18 to 24 predominantly males who live in urban settings like dense capitals with over a million plus population. They yeah. like these things because on Facebook you like stuff and they will tell you all of the things, the attributes about your audience. And then Facebook will say, do you want to advertise to this exact audience? Mm-hmm. And you go, yeah, Facebook, I, I do. <laughs> and then it goes, okay. Yeah. And it like builds your whole Facebook ad campaign for you. That is insane. I've yep. never heard of this thing. It's crazy. Um, I have two concerns. Yes, please. The biggest one is handing my email, like email addresses of my yep. audience who've trusted me with those to Facebook, to their server. Yep. Yep. I don't like that. So and that might that. be a blocker. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they have a lot of language. Like they don't get to use those emails. I'll read um, the policy. I, I'm like, still going to check into this. I'm not yep. going to be as bullheaded as that, but uh, yep. that's definitely a concern, right? Yep. Um, Fair. That trust Great. is like really important to me. And I really yep. believe in privacy. Um, yeah. So that I have a suggestion, a one. second alternative. Okay. Let's but step, step two, Facebook fails. Yeah. Step two is, or concern two is though. I, I, I question how valuable those demographics and Facebook data might actually be for me, for my, my marketing approaches for building a Facebook ad. I think, yeah, that probably makes sense, mm-hmm. but I don't know if Facebook's going to be able to get as detailed as like, yeah, these, this person's not 
a um myth a student of mythology they're a um oh they're, yeah no, they're like not, a I'm fifth edition map maker like i don't sure. know if they yeah. maybe they can get that specific but because i'm in such a niche yeah like i'm right into the language of the rpg stuff yes yeah. i question whether i'd even get that that level of return on it right i here's i thought where you're gonna go with this is i should take my email list and i should enumerate all the possible things and i should send them a survey (laughs) and just yeah also great like hey um i want to make more stuff for you yeah what do you what are you what do you do are you a map maker are you just a writer like what is it yep yes that's a good idea so so there's like a series of things. Damn, I'm gonna I mean, that. obviously that's one. <laughs> one is like do the Facebook tool because it will just mm-hmm. give you more data on your population even if you don't run an ad. Mm-hmm. So like like it's not going to be wrong. It's just data sets. Yeah. Like they yeah. live in this area. Like you might find out that the majority of your audience lives in Singapore and mm-hmm. be like, oh, cool. Like I should maybe be advertising there or mm-hmm. whatever. Like mm-hmm. I should go there. Um, but anyway, it's just it's information. Obviously, my recommendation, the reason I suggest the power builder is one, you could do it within an hour. Yeah. Put the list in the thing, you get the thing, run an ad, see how it performs. Yeah. Flat out, get data back now. That's a way better idea. Then run mm. other things. Um, the other option is let's pretend Facebook fails the privacy policy and we all would not be surprised. Um, <laughs> and use and use Clearbit. So like Clearbit? go to one of those API services like Clearbit and okay. you can run each email email through it, and all it does is ping basically a series of APIs and tries to like give you data on that email. Okay. So it's like a lead generation service usually mm-hmm. is what people use it for. Yeah. Um, and you can just call the API, but it's like very inexpensive mm-hmm. to get a data set on each mm-hmm. email. And then yeah. you manually comb the data. That would be the safest for your population. Cause Clearbit's like a solid upstanding company. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can get all that data. It'll literally be like, oh yeah. And then basically enrich your data set is what I would do. It's called lead enrichment, but mm-hmm. that's what I would do. And then I would analyze it manually in a pivot table in an excel sheet because it'll say like oh that's sure. you know john john graduated from university of waterloo like it gives you like literally all the data on the person mm-hmm. but then you'll have to do the manual data analysis where facebook kind of does it for you which mm-hmm. is why it's fast okay so i would do one of two both whatever get all that information and then use that to analyze where your next best action would be for like trying to target that population mm-hmm. because when you get all that data back you're gonna be like okay and you'll see patterns because okay. that's what humans do like yeah. you might realize that they all like a bunch of them are weirdly from like the university of Waterloo and you'll be like, Oh, is this a community? Did they send a note and a telegram to each other? That's perfect. Cause then I just go like, to Waterloo university and yeah. uh, hold like, like hey. one of those signs with like the arrow <laughs> and spin it. Yeah. Yeah. would probably be really effective if I found uh, out that it was mostly what? this university population. I would hundred percent do that. No dude, what you would do I'd is wear not my even cloak to my RPG cloak. Which Yo, is bring the the, well, actually, don't bring the sword. They might get mad about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, okay, one, do that. But two, like when you think this through, this is one of the tricks I use with Tattoo Hero. Um, go be a guest lecturer. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. You just reach out and just be like, hey, I scaled Shopify, did some cool stuff. Can I come guest lecture? I run this company now. And then you wind up and all the people who know are going to like figure it out. And you just like run these guest lectures. I did that when I did the Harvard mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And it was very successful. Like you get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, Neat. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, then the other thing, anyway, that's step one mm-hmm. or step two or one of the methods. Mm-hmm. The other one, of course, like you said, is first, what is it called? Um, primary research is amazing. So yes, survey your audience, ask them. Yeah. Um, way better would be to interview them. Mm, like actually that would be, them. 
That'd like be way you're, you're going to, the value you get out of five actual conversations that are even 15 minutes long is going to be way more than a hundred people answering a survey. In my opinion, yeah, exactly. Um, you also have to check margin of error on that. Like yeah. there's a bunch of stuff, but anyway, all you're looking for is directions. I've, I've been getting insane value out of this. I'm doing yeah. like a slightly lighter weight version of it. Again, mm-hmm. this is a Patrick McKenzie tip. Yeah. But I'm just like systematically every day by hand sending like about six emails to perfect to people in my mailing list. And like some of them respond and it's like yep. these rich yep. conversations over email about like what they're doing in their lives, what they're into. Yep. Like in some cases I actually get feedback on what I'm doing. It's kind of rare actually. Mostly yep. everyone's just like, it's awesome, which is cool, yeah. which is yeah. nice to hear obviously. Yeah. But, of course. Uh, you know, I, I love when I get like constructive feedback or something they want to see that I'm not doing yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's definitely one of the, best ways i mean this so is good. why it says work with your customers and all that so stuff good. but yeah like you basically have that and then from a i'm trying to think about more next steps um in terms of marketing and like the other things you were asking like i would not worry at all about changing your like title class on your websites at this moment yeah. i would be worrying about the things i was saying like getting to these people speaking to them and and running all your tests like you talked about it in your 2020 year review faster smaller testing experimentation yeah, yeah. Like this is what all of that is. Mm-hmm. And since, you know, we have a bit of capital deploy, like I would be testing ads on various, cause like the Facebook one, if you did the thing and it does work out and you run it, an ad and it's interesting, you can just take that data and then replicate that test on Twitter, Instagram, and Google mm-hmm. and see which platform performs better is kind of what you're trying oh, to do. Really cool, man. Okay. Let's, and you yeah. kind of stratify through. Let's let's try it. I'm, 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 not, it. I'm not into ads yet, like in terms of knowing, like what I would even advertise, but I think yeah, but it could be really low cost. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. But and I think there's a few things I might try and do uh, advertising for. Yeah. Um, in the near future, like paid ads. Um. So that'll be like perfect timing to like circle back on this discussion and mm-hmm. like these concrete tactics and kind of work through it with you. Yeah. If you want to have a really weird experience. Uh, one of the things I did at Corel is we did paid ads to a lookalike audience to uh, get them to sign up for a focus group. So we didn't sell them a product. We Whoa. didn't sell them anything. We just used the lookalike audience. There was an Whoa. ad and it was like, come to my focus group about TTRPG creators. And we curated three focus groups and then we ran them because they were people we didn't know at all yeah, in yeah. any way. And we got crazy good data, but it was really, it's really like, ooh, like there's like a hard like getting it going thing, but it was yeah, very, that very successful. Really interesting. You can idea. thank my mentor at the time at Corel. Her name's Jen Topping. She's brilliant. That she is a very that. cool idea. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really good. Because like that's what doesn't, it's everyone thinks like, oh, I need a product to advertise. Like, no, you can literally add, like one of my friends ran it as a test for, anyway, he was in college and he was single and he literally did that to get dates like it went to a landing page about him and you could sign up like you could yeah. text him sorry his, his phone was there like text me if you want to like maybe go on a date i've heard and he like of, ran this I've test heard of guys doing that yeah he got high quality dates though I like ideal there's that profile. guy last year there who <laughs> he bought a bulletin board spot oh it was so I funny that. yeah that he bought amazing. a bulletin board <laughs> like, why not <laughs> yeah like anyway uh it's a fun test yeah Yeah, let's get creative with uh advertising and stuff uh for me it's like yeah for me i have been hung up on like well i don't really have a product to advertise i'm not sure if it's worth it yet um i think it will be soon um yeah the one that stands out to me top of mind is the guide yeah that's um 
assuming I can actually execute on it. If it actually ends up being as valuable as I hope it w- will be, mm-hmm. that quality is there. Um, yeah. I think it would definitely be worth driving paid ads to it um, and seeing mm-hmm. and like learning from that. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm also actually going to have, I don't know how soon those will be deployed, but I'm going to have like paid upgrades like on the guide. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we're going to yeah. do that for sure. Yeah. Like it's essentially a guide to starting to game, to learn to game master, right? Yeah, right. Um, yeah. And to learn to game master, you there's just supplies. You Like supplies. Oh, you yeah. Need. There's just like yeah. a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, and there's also alternative so- resources you want to go read. So it's like yeah. the guide's like not rewriting anything because that'd be silly. It's like yeah. go read this. This is like the one thing. Uh, yeah, right. Come back okay. to step yeah. two, right? Yeah. Um, but what that means is the guide's kind of a hub mm-hmm. that spokes out to all these critical resources you need to run a game. Yeah. And so what we'll do is I'll make sure every single one of those has the best possible free option. Yep. Because I don't want money to be a thing that stops people from becoming a game master because that's a Agreed. sad, sad yep. world. Yep. Um, right. So every single thing will have. Um, yep. Geez, that was so loud. Sorry. It's all good. Yeah. So um, everything will have the best possible free option. And a lot of them will, uh, some of the more important ones we're actually going to make by hand. Mm-hmm. Like Dave's like creating an adventure. That's by, amazing. Like, from the ground up to integrate. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool because it lets us do unique things you can't do otherwise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like and you can t- also introduce some concepts that are going to be really important to a game master. Yeah. Possibly through that. Like yeah. like mechanics yeah. or things that like th- that's going to snare them. Like, cause yeah. me and I, anyway. Yeah, man. Yeah. Exactly. You can cool. tailor the whole thing and like, we can yeah. also integrate, like uh, we're going to, I'm going to see if we can work in like the, ex- there'll be like kind of, you know, tool tips or like pro tip yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And like certain color and font sort of in the guide as you're reading, right? It's like, yeah, remember this like call out box. Right. Yeah. And then that same exact thing in the same color could be in the adventure you're reading yeah. like, at the table. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting, yeah. So it's like a perfect integration. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that will definitely have that. But then what will, what I want to do is I want to add premium paid upgrades. Yeah. Um, and those links are just right beside all the free stuff. Right. Yeah. It's like, here's the adventure custom made for you to run your first game oh and then right beside that if this worked well for you if you had fun in this Mm -hmm. like dungeon um we actually built the built out the city around it if you want to go play like game two yeah Yeah. that's gonna cost money yeah it's a campaign setting or something whatever yeah or it's like the next adventure two right that's right but adventure two is like you got to pay for it you don't have to and here's a link to where you would go Lots find adventures for free, yeah. like uh, yeah. giving for sure, giving yeah. that information, not obfuscating yeah. it, but things like that. And then I, I'm not as in a rush to do it because it's harder to do physical products. But like, yeah. obviously, I could add in um, like D20 sets that you buy on my Shopify store. Like, I could sell yeah, the right. dice. I could sell yeah, every yeah. single tool you might need. Yep. yep. Um, the other one I thought of is like um, premium templates, right? So oh, it's like nice. if you want like a a video course on this or yeah. if you want yeah. like all of the stuff to be like 
yeah in a in a nice pdf that's like your kind of kind of like bullet journaling or whatever right oh okay, if you yeah, want yeah. like the the exact one we crafted and designed by hand like yeah like it's it costs money yeah no that's fine that makes sense so it'd be honestly cool to i mean like, adds to the guide yeah like i i mean all I, like when it comes to marketing seriously like there's ideal customer profile for salespeople, and then there's an ideal customer profile for marketers which generally they call personas mm-hmm. um but i since i'm a product manager i always think personas are something different mm-hmm. um though i came up for marketing interesting anyway mm-hmm. there's a note for me to figure out later but moral story is like your your dm's guide has the most obvious audience which you said yourself which is why you like got it mm-hmm. when you like brought the landing page to market which is mm-hmm. a great place to start then the then all the things i already explained in terms of techniques is what i would do for all your other product lines as well um mm-hmm. but at the same time like smaller tests faster get data back and mm-hmm. I, don't, I think i think you're doing it like talk to people send them those handcrafted notes thanks patrick uh like all that other stuff yeah that's been so cool like so yeah. valuable it's wild what it doesn't you get. take that much time either i know i started i finally set up a text expander which i should oh. have done 10 years ago like yeah snippets i already had paid for or had installed alfred right Oh, okay. And yeah. I use like 1% of that app. Right. Yeah. Alfred's crazy. And then I was app. like, yeah. oh, maybe Text Expander. I'm like, I think Alfred does this. And it does. Yeah. And it was yeah. like really, really good price. And then suddenly it's like, yeah, it's like a few yeah. keystrokes and that's the email. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Pretty great. Yeah. Pretty incredible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, there's tons of stuff out there. There's also free things. So um, I think even Gmail has it for emails now. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. You can like store snippets. Um, but anyway, yeah. Is there any other fun marketing questions? Yeah, so many. But I, I think like so, so many, man. Yeah, true. <laughs> I think I'll say one more thing and then I should probably wrap it up for today. Yeah, fair um, enough. I actually have all this list of projects too. I thought we might even go over today, but I like, guess not. Let's go. <laughs> potential projects for me, right? Um, oh, fuck. I want you yeah. to gut check my like risk reward all right, analysis sure. um, and like debate those with me. Um, we'll just never have enough time i know we, yeah we really should i wish we could just like bike for an entire day and just see what happens yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no see last last thing i'll say in terms of an advertising idea yep. which i think is really good remains to be seen but i'm going to like i said i want to be walking a mile in the shoes of the people i want to help right yeah so what i'm gonna do uh, is soon i have to focus on the guide and here be taverns first so that's like yeah all I'm doing yeah. for the next couple of weeks. But yeah. once that's done, I'm going to become an RPG publisher and hire people to make like supplements, like the same stuff that these creators are making and publishing on these marketplaces. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to publish them on the marketplaces. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do paid ads for those supplements across like every possible platform. Okay. And I'm going to write and record the entire thing, the whole journey, all the data, all the insights, all the learnings. And I'm going to publish all of that and I'm going to give it to everyone. Yes. And I think it's going to be really fun because I get to make RPG stuff and I think I'm going to learn a ton. And then I think it's going to be really valuable for the community to have like someone with that sort of like, you know, Silicon Valley, like tech mind, like yeah. looking at this stuff and like 
itemizing like this the playbooks what i tried what didn't work the numbers like here's how far 40 dollars got me on like this yeah. thing yeah yeah that's the Dude, that sounds awesome so that's what i'll be probably spending most of my time on actually um uh that is like the main thing and then in the background it's all the like experiments and small steps towards like the next product the next product the next product so cool have you ever read any of the work of noah kagan no okay um you might want to check him out he did the he offered so he he started um app sumo and oh, stuff yeah. before yeah that. yeah yeah you heard of i remember app sumo yeah it they was were like, like a bundle thing right Kind, yeah like that that's i think that's like I, I want to believe that is literally how they started is like because no main beginning and it turned into like yeah. kind of an app platform or centralized yeah yeah they have like an a, like a paid uh wordpress plugin now that gives you like crazy rich data like the way that like google analytics and a bunch of other tools you put on like a like an average okay. website works okay. like they have like sumo plus and anyway okay. noah kaden is just a really cool guy who's like done uh an incredible amount of things and um sorry my partner gets phone calls um anyway Noah's done a bunch of stuff and before all this other stuff he he had done whatever but what matters is he was trying to challenge people to become an entrepreneur and he he write wrote a ton about this it was amazing and one of the things he did was he issued kind of this challenge to like think about marketing mm. and he started a, a jerky business like beef jerky turkey mm. jerky whatever and so because he he told everyone he gave all this advice like he's amazing very open kind of like patrick same with jason okay. like just this really open amazing mm -hmm. writer and i think it's called okay kagan is his website but i'll okay. have to check that out okay um but anyway read absolutely well. but one of the things he did was he he wrote this whole thing about like this just start a business here's how like literally just email yeah. 20 friends tell them you're doing a thing ask for five dollars they'll give you five dollars then go figure it out and he just like was like just do it. hardcore and yeah. so he took his own like, advice and was like i'm gonna do it and he started a jerky business yeah. and like in like a month he had like a 2000 mrr like direct to door jerky company running what yeah and he like oh. wrote the whole thing about how he did it and then he was like i don't want to run this because i'm running app sumo yeah, so he like gave the business away yeah. but he did it by doing like this raffle almost like he's like tried oh, it God. like you had to apply to receive the jerky business and he wrote all about that and this dude yeah. won by doing this crazy innovative like get noah's oh, attention gosh dude it, Man, it was so really, i read this brilliant like, person he must be an excellent yeah entrepreneur noah's and marketer so like, chill incredible. he's just oh, sorry i've never met him we're not friends yeah. but like from my perceptions of him You're online and, and some of my friends do know him and all corroborate that's just how he is i was like this is the cool he anyway he might get better a kick at me than stuff. this <laughs> that is well, such a cool story i was learning from him while i was like in college figuring out marketing yeah, so like, let's do it good old i can't wait i'm loving learning marketing it's like you just taught me so much stuff in this, call, this uh, okay, call. Like, like, i don't know I didn't know all these like words and tools and stuff. You just like talked me through. So thank you. Oh, anytime you want any of that. I got you. Yeah. That's all uh, I want yeah. for like years. Oh, yeah. that the all that's going on. There you go. That'd be, oh man, that'd be so cool. I know it's like dangerous to daydream, but the best possible outcome for me would be yeah. if I ax if I accidentally through this exercise and like, it's essentially like a learning and, but a learning plus content play. Right. Yeah, uh, but it'd yeah. be so cool if I accidentally hit on like a successful RPG publishing business model and was like, yeah, actually earning enough through the ads that it was like, oh, I, I actually should should be a publisher. Like, I don't yeah, want to yeah. be a publisher. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be like a tool builder. You know, imagine yeah. though, I just accidentally am am doing that. That 
yeah, this is a daydream. I shouldn't be doing this, but it's fun to think of like best possible outcomes, right? Because yeah. I would totally do that. I would totally give away that business. This is, I don't want to be, you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, here's, here's the, yeah, someone else, please uh, come or like maybe join Sword and Source and start the publishing arm. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I don't want to do, do that. Did. <laughs> like, run or a competition. Maybe I do want to do that. I don't know. I should yeah, just run a competition. Like, you want to run this? Maybe Come I'm on. like, actually, this is dope. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. publisher. But like, this, this is, I kind of want to like leave it on this note, maybe, or whatever. Well, obviously, we'll talk whatever doesn't matter. But this is one of the things I, when I was going through marketing, one of the classes we had was integrated market communications, IMC. Mm-hmm. And um, that was kind of like ads. That was like the ad class. Mm -hmm. And when you went there, we had this amazing instructor, Noni Stuckel, and she was an unbelievable badass. She was like in industry, like Ogilvy and Mather, like the names Mm -hmm. of like marketing. She had worked for them and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So like think like Mad Men, like she would do pitches. Like what, like the real, like, hey, you're BMW. Let me tell you how you're going to sell this sexy stuff. Yeah. Like the real, like, and everybody in marketing, of course, was like drawn to this place like they're like we yeah. want to work on that stuff like i want apple to call me and be like yeah. how do we sell the next phone and you're like oh some kind of genius right. storyteller yeah like, like, yeah. like everyone wants yeah. to work on that stuff um you know even if it is just the next mcdonald's burger like you still want to do ad design mm-hmm. so imc mm-hmm. was always um a, a, like a class that everyone looked forward to we also had this badass prof um but like the reality is is that is like the tiniest part of the entire marketing mix like mm-hmm. the actual ad copy and design and things it's incredibly mm-hmm. important there's people have you know full-time jobs like hundreds of thousands of people working on this every day don't get me wrong but like it's still like Mm -hmm. if you want to get into that like it's a very tough race Mm -hmm. to like be good enough to to get into that side of things um but anyway the argument here is way too much of the you know technorati like whatever got into performance marketing which is what I was kind of explaining, like run ad sets on Facebook, run 50 ads, slowly call them based on like copy, tar- like whatever, it's all data, like data-driven performance marketing mm-hmm. of like how okay. to like, capture yeah. leads. And then you do this calculation, you're like my cost per customer, ac- your, mm-hmm. your CAC, my cost of ac- uh, customer acquisition is like, yep. you know, a dollar, yep. all great stuff. But man, we need to get back to the the fun stuff. And like what you're talking about is the fun stuff. And what Noah did is the fun stuff. It and I, fun. I, so I'm like actually so excited to do it. So I yeah, I think I'm going to learn point. so much. And then yeah. I see a way to like, again, I yeah. see a way to quickly and concretely help the people I want to help. Yeah. Cause it's Whenever like, I know I, a lot of them too. Like they they might be afraid, like they might not understand marketing or not want to do it or think they don't want to, or mm-hmm. they have like a financial barrier. Like for yeah. them, like, Oh, yeah. like I can't pay for ads. They think to themselves, I can't afford it. But if I can show them, if I can figure out how I might not, I might totally fail. <laughs> Um, yeah, which is fine too because that's information. But if I can show them how to take, yeah, thirty bucks and turn it into enough sales of your supplement to get fifty bucks, it's yeah, that's cool. I hope yeah. I can do that. I really do. No, and you, 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 you worst can't. case, I'll learn some painful like marketing yeah. lessons, which is like, like perfect. Everything I just soapboxed about, it's like I made this mistake too when I started that company, Rerise Venture. I went in and we became part of founder fuel mm-hmm. and uh, one of the partners of founder fuel had like a regular we had regular meetings with partners mm-hmm. obviously um to like support us and anyway at one point i think it was like two months into the program it's a three-month program one of the partners sat down with me and was like you're just not getting leads 
like you're not growing you're like uh we had a website at the time mainly and we didn't have uh, the software mm-hmm. and he's like it's not growing like it's pretty flat like what's going on and i was like well you know and i went through this whole i had all these marketing all performance marketing mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. but i was like i'm doing all this stuff it's just not resonating we're missing mm-hmm. audience like whatever these things happen and he was like go outside with cards and hand them to people in the street uh, like up up and down saint laurent which is like a super busy street in montreal because mm-hmm. it was in montreal that i was and I like was like aghast. I was like, what? I'm like, I'm trying to scale, sir. Like, like, <laughs> oh, that's I, so funny. Yeah. I, I was just like yeah. so intellectually upset at the yeah. conversation at the time. Yeah. It was just like, he doesn't get it. Like what? And I like I have so much regret for not doing that yeah. because at the time it literally would have been more worth my time as the CEO of this company to stand on the street, handing out cards yeah. to people, going like, please check out our website, please check out our website outside of like a tattoo studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it took me like too long to just start doing that mm-hmm. like i just started going mm-hmm. out and like walking door knocking on studio i was already door knocking a bit but it was like really uncomfortable mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I just, of course anyway, it's you so learn hard. how to get through that yeah but it's like he was right i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm definitely feeling that like for sure like the first arc or maybe the whole arc of entrepreneurship is like eating a lot of humble pie like yeah, really it's like yeah and like for me Actually, that's one of the parts i'm most excited about um not that it's fun to eat humble pie. I wouldn't say that. Um, but it's, I feel like I'm going to be, I am already and will continue to be challenged in a way that's like pretty concrete and pretty ruthless. Yeah. Like, right. Cause when you're, when you're challenging yourself against the market, it's just, yeah, you kind of pass or fail. There's none of this like hand wavy, like, Oh, you're great like you're on the next project now like it's right yeah you can really smooth over all these like flops when you're like inside a big tech company that has like all that success and and money right yeah yeah but when it's just me versus the market it's like i will really clearly fail (laughs) yeah (laughs) when i do right it's so yeah it's exciting man yeah. Okay. Also, also on the side, when I was looking up for our show notes, the uh, the beef jerky thing with Noah Kagan, mm-hmm. I went and he has like. A, anyway, I realized that I haven't signed up with my work email, so I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I need to sign up for his emails. Mm-hmm. So I, I I put my work email on it because I it's nice to have remembered Noah. Uh, anyway, he has this landing page after you sign up mm-hmm. that says "Welcome to the family." It's very nice, very well written. Like, mm-hmm. I highly encourage you to sign up for his blog after to see this. But he's giving away his Tesla. So <laughs> he just does like, it's just yeah he's, crazy giveaway yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah he's like I'm giving away a Tesla next month to one of my YouTube subscribers because he's obviously trying to grow his YouTube channel right now. But like That's imagine being like that much of a marketing badass that you're like this cost will make sense. Yeah. Like I'm gonna give away a Tesla but I'm gonna gain more out of that. He probably like, will. He probably will. Oh because, yeah. Like yeah, I assume it's there'd be like a certain traffic number. Yeah, exactly. Or once you have like, enough traffic to your site yeah. that that would like actually work. And his and his pinned video as soon as you get here is a breakdown of how Mr. Beast makes ninety seven million five hundred twenty nine thousand four hundred dollars a year on I ne- YouTube. I never even heard of that guy in my life until like a month You've ago never- when he oh, launched man. a burger franchise. Yeah, did you see him give away an island? No, he's given away an island. No. He gave away a million dollar island. No. He bought an island and he gave it away. <laughs> well, if you make that much money, then you should Dude, give away that's islands. The, that's the thing that's cool about him is like that's always been his thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you go way back in his videos, he was giving away like ten grand or what, whatever. Yeah. Any money he was making, he was kind of giving it away, and it's yeah. just slowly increased to this like well, now just I can give completely away absurd thing. Now, anyway, 
crazy cool. man yeah i should look into it i don't know much about this like whole culture honestly i don't well the I only expect i'll learn more about it my only word of caution is like i started learning from noah and i think that was the, i was really lucky that he was one of the early internet marketer personalities i found during college but mm-hmm. there is like a just like the technorati there's a community of these folks yeah and you can just get lost reading their antics yeah. and you have to remember it is anecdotal data still yeah, because yeah. like it's one person who's got a massive personality and it's working, but like, yeah. no, I man. think it was Noah who taught me the idea of like the entrepreneurship test, which was, um, you know, basically someone says like, Oh, I want to be a founder. I have an idea. And you're like, okay, cool. Like, you know, and usually they want to tell you about their idea. And you're like, no, 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 go outside, leave this building and high five, five strangers in the street. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they get weird with you and everyone will re- yell against that. And you're like, if you can't do that, you can't be an entrepreneur. <laughs> like if you can't just raise your hand to a stranger and be like, yo, give me a high five. Obviously it's COVID. Don't do this people right now. But like, <laughs> right. Back then, yeah. you know, yeah. but like, it's like, if you can't overcome that basically anxiety thing where you go out and meet a random stranger yeah. and ask for a high five, which is kind of silly. Um, good luck and that was right. his thing and that, and that was kind of how he hooked me i remember yeah. you saying that like way back in the day yeah i remember you talking yeah, about i think it was, I think so it was off of blog really yeah. way back well it really did because yeah. i was a founder at the time and it, it, it was the easiest way to try to explain to someone to get them to immediately understand the kind of challenge that you take on when you start a business because mm-hmm. it's like it's not just an intellectual fight it's not just like how do i figure out a market i'm a secret scientist it's like straight up like just putting yourself out there too so yeah you know absolutely it is yeah dude crazy okay all right well thank you brother yeah thanks for the chat more marketing talk to come i'm sure oh you know it i guarantee it